As we all know, what happened? Munchie meal price went up. <laughs> Two dollars. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars, dude. And uh, well, yeah, we just want to say that because it was our, the first segment of the first episode of our podcast. Um, what's up, guys? I'm Hebrew. We got some tales for y'all. Jordy. This your boy Miguel Kiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkiochkioch
ideas maybe brewing in your mind that you, that you I don't know. Yeah. Definitely. Like For example, I have a prime example. So the other day I was talking to myself and on the way to the restroom I was like, I really need to start a new Instagram <laughs> on just fucking poetry. And like just straight up writing it out. And just making like a whole like different like branding under my name. A new name. And just start like a whole loot like a whole new like like, you know, Los Scopic is an artist in music. Mm-hmm. I would start, I like, a you. brand new name and go by that as, like, a poet. You know? That's you. something that's been kind of interesting. Um, another thing is... Uh, How long has that... So, basically, that... Uh, would you say that idea has stayed a, a while in your head? Um, Yeah, definitely. There's definitely times where it'll come across my mind. I'm sure it's been crossing my mind for a while now. But, um... The other night, or a couple nights ago, I think it was... I don't even know how long ago, to be honest with you. In the past few nights, since I've last thought about it. Um, yeah, I haven't really done action on it, so it's still brewing. However, wouldn't you say it's like... It's going to keep brewing until you do something about... Something under it? Well, it's the, like... The th- I feel like the thing is, like... If, if you end up, like, coming across the idea more throughout your days you know the coming days coming weeks maybe even months uh if you if you notice that the idea kind of uh you get more uh into the idea like mentally like you start thinking of like you know the, the post you start thinking of like the, the bio or like, like what, you, what you're kind of gonna be or like you already have an idea of like the your image on that and like uh maybe it's just some theme or like you know just visual uh creativity to do it and then like mentally you start doing that then then it's like it's like, all right, this is pretty fucking cool. I got to get it out, you know? And so I guess in a sense like that, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. I feel, I, another, you. I feel another point of view on that is if you don't add fire, if you don't add wood to the fire, it's going to just, you know, just going to yeah. burn out, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like ideas can be there. And it's like, I keep thinking about this, the war of art on like, like how these ideas are shot into our head and like they're like poking at you for a while but if you don't pay attention they would just go walk on another course of life and go bug someone else so it's like you only, have, you only have so much time with it yeah i mean because you only do only have so much time with it. <laughs> i get you okay but to answer your question though yeah i'd say it's been it's been there for a while for sure. So to go from that, have you, when you guys go into new things, have you guys ever attempted visualizing you getting into the idea? I talk about this because I heard about it on the Lex Freeman podcast and I read about it in the James Clear book. Um, Building habits? What the fuck is it called? What is it called? Atomic. Atomic Atomic Atomic. Atomic. Building habits. James I Clear, thought about, about it today. Yeah. What was it? What was it? Carl Newport. Deep work. I'm not sure. Either one of those books talks mm-hmm. about visualizing the ideas you would like to do. And Lex Freeman talked about it in the way of visualizing yourself as like a sin character and like just going fast forward and just going really quicker, really quick around the room doing the things you would like to do. And I feel like that helped me today because like I, I was thinking about like okay let me I want to attempt this, but it's always the the difficulty part of just doing it. But if I can visualize myself doing it in a sense, it can guide me, even though I have no clue as how it's going to turn out. It's just me doing it, so I can just kind of push like another another extra oh, okay. push. Yeah, I think that can definitely help me in my life. Yeah. So. Have you guys? Because I, I wonder how you go about making music, Miguel. Like, do do you see like, oh, I can go at this with this flow, and you already have like a, like, in a sense, like a layout before you go into a song, or is it mainly like freestyle? Um, it can be a little bit of everything. Sometimes it'll literally just be something I dreamed about, and like, I'll bring it to life type shit, or. A random, a random. 
What do you mean huh? you dreamed about? Like, I have dreams where I hear shit in my I, I dreams. Get you. I get you. And like the you flows that I, the flows that I use in my dreams, like I'll bring them to life. Have I you totally ever experienced did. that? Dude, that's never happened to me. Yeah, dude. Dude, I've I, done that a few times. It happened this morning, dude. For me, yeah, yeah interesting. Because you know, when you wait, when you first wake up, you have like dream delusions. In, in my experience, um, and, and what all that means is like your dream is morphing with like real life, essentially, and like you're, you're thinking real. And basically, I just uh, I, I kind of like thought of like uh, a verse, if you will, and so I just kind of kept repeating it till I woke up. And uh, but yeah, and I try to find a beat. To, to fucking to try to uh, make it into something but yeah yeah that totally happens dude in the mornings and shit I be thinking I got up like 20 minutes ago and I'm still in bed mm. but um yeah dude that really does happen though or like um and like I guess the process to answer your question and how I go about it it's a little bit of everything bro like prom like prominently though like mostly it'd be It'd be me freestyling and kind of going about it and listening to the beat while recording it. So I can do all three of those things at once. If I'm like really trying to get deep and want to be lyrical and like actually think about what I'm like going to say and record, then I like write, listen to the beat and record at the same time so I can get all those three down. And like that typically takes me an hour to like two hours to make a song like that. But if I just want to have fun freestyling, you know, just like that should take like 15 to 30 minutes max. But um, yeah. Are that your main layout? The um, the first one, yeah. We're just kind of like doing all those things at once, because um, it's just convenient, bro. And I find myself making more music like that. I think the visualization part with music more so comes in like maybe while you're recording because you're while you're recording almost you uh you start thinking of the mix, right? I feel, and like how you can edit yeah. it. And mm -hmm. so that's like you're visualizing that, and so that just kind of it, it just pushes you on initially, you know. But uh, yeah, like you know, you don't know how you're gonna pronounce a certain word, but you know what you want to, you know what the after, you know, product of it in your head is. But, I can get that. Like you just you want the certain the like in a sense the vibe of it. Like what are you going for prior to going to the into the studio? You know. Yeah, because you always want to, like, I feel like all of us have this thing in our head, what we want to, like, sound like or perform as or whatever it is, right? Whatever. And it's like, you're you at the end of the day, and you're only going to do it the way you want to do it, not the way you want to in here, you know? You'll do it the way, for now at least, you know? As you keep growing, I'm sure you'll reach that stage. But, like, it's it, always try your best, though, you know? In anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because... Cause, pretty um, cool because you say like how it's how it comes out different like you see it in your head like i've been seeing beats in my head and like music and shit yeah but i don't have to play the instruments so i can't do it so it's like yeah i'll get there but first i have to learn yeah so it's like learning a whole new language though in a sense i'm just thinking more so like say you know how to play the say for example the guitar and you want to sound exactly like the chorus and like say a particular song it's gonna sound a little off because you know it's like say you know it but you're not on their level but like eventually you can get on their level you know you just got to keep like climbing up the ladders and shit or whatever the fuck it is learning more about it whatever it is you know it's kind of like that but like i guess i'm just speaking more so on like where i'm at right now to versus where i want to be mm -hmm. you know i guess it's just different for everybody but yeah, I, I totally agree with you on on the level on a certain extent. Like, like what are some songs you want to learn? Some <laughs> songs, oh shit! This is song by uh, Jacob Pastorius. It's called a uh, uh, a portrait of Tracy, and it's it's all the bass guitar and it has like a lot of harmonics and all this shit. And just it's like super. I can't even explain it. It's really you gotta you gotta hear it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's like it's something that that will have to put so much time. I don't. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't have any way to go in for it. I wasn't even ready for that. So. So that's where the, the visualization thing comes in. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sense. Because because uh, I initially thought of it as like you visual the visualization of it kind of a uh, uh, initiates you to like a more of a will to do it like just like get mm -hmm. showing up more of a will to showing up to the thing um 
that's how I initially thought of it. But in Miguel's case, it was obviously like uh, he he kind of already shows up. You know, it's like that's in, let's it's almost instinctive to him at this point. So it's like he doesn't need to visualize that part. It's more so what happens in the process that more that he's. But it's like if you're just trying to show up more, you know, then it's, mm-hmm. you start with that. I, I can get that. Yeah, definitely. I guess is it is uh, very situational um, if you're already into it already. Like like okay like like working out. That's definitely something I want to do. I get but you. Like, yeah, I'll work out. That's like something that it's crazy because it was something that I wasn't into at all. And then like for a whole year and a half, I was so into bro. And now it's like, fuck, <laughs> I disconnected my headphones. But now it's something that like, ah, what a buzzkill. Now it's like something that like, I'm like not into at all, bro. I guess part of it's because like my daily job is like so physically demanding. But also, like, even then, I used to, like, make time for that shit regardless, bro. And it take up a lot of time out of, like, my fucking schedule. But, yeah, working out, it's a fucking, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's something for sure. I get started on, as Heber said. But I, w- I wanted to go on to how, how Miguel was talking about that when you get on, on certain levels, and you're like, I want to be like this. But... In the beginning process, and it, it, I'm kind of conflicted about it. It's like, because I wanted to talk about how, when should you release something? The main thing was like releasing something. You should never release something that you're not proud of. So when is like, because in the, in the beginning stage, it's like getting, just just getting the motion, just making shit. But I've, I, I'm kind of conflicted in the sense of like, if you like it, then that's okay. Just release it. But then it's like when, like when you sound when you sound bad, like when you're just like bad. So it's like, this this is that making sense? Yes, yeah, dude. Because I have a perfect example of this. It's it's coming soon. As a matter of fact, I recorded some shit a few years ago, and I kept it because for some reason I kept it. But now it's like a few years later. I've noticed how much my sound has evolved and like my voice too. So like my balls have dropped even more down. And so it's like, I don't know if I would have dropped that shit like three years later because of how like essentially cringy it is to me to listen to. So it's like, it's insecurity overall, right? And so I'm thinking like, fuck it though, you know? It's like something that regardless, I don't like the way it sounds. I got to drop it because I was so passionate about it then. I got to consider like the fact that like, you know, you got to look back and be like, man, just do yourself a favor, bro. Because like, fuck, you know, three years ago, then we'll be pissed off at you if you don't drop it three years older you now fuck i don't know if that makes sense but like yeah definitely it makes me think about me going back into my old shit mm-hmm. and i'm in the same scenario i'm the i have just i just have a bunch of shit building up and i just don't fucking release any of it and it's just in my head i'm like oh but you're right about like because you were i was so in it in that moment of creating the thing but now it's like oh, i don't even do it like that no more so it's like the whole insecurity thing but yeah. you're doing the favor or just showing or not only just that but for some reason bro like i find especially in hip-hop and music it's like you watch your influencers and the people that make music and like i guess your idols essentially they don't really drop shit and it creates so much hype sometimes that yeah. young aspiring artists or just people that also believe that's like the way to go about it you know just kind of hoard shit because people want it more when you don't give it to them. That's like, that's such a phenomenon that I think is low-key, like, not worth following, bro. Because I actually find myself in that trap, too. Like, now it's to the point where I'm trying to get out of it. Because it went from, like, starting music, just dropping whatever the fuck you make, to, like, making albums and not dropping them and doing some other shit. And I just think it's so glamorized, in a sense, if you fall under it, you know? And, like, yeah, dude, I, I really think just make just drop everything, bro dropped everything but i forgot why i brought it up i know you asked well, a question in regards to that we tend to because we i feel like we both tend to hoard shit yeah for sure sense. And, and this book helped me out it's called uh i already fucking forgot it but it's by i forgot his name but it's mm-hmm. like we are we are we are artists not hoarders and I was like, dude, that's like something i need to fucking tattoo honestly dude, uh, but <laughs> dude i would so do that shit but you brought up the idea of like, uh, you know, like like only releasing like your best work, I guess you said. 
Oh yeah. Uh, and um and, and that that can go into like the the so good they can't ignore you idea of Cal Newport in that whole book. But um and I think uh I think that's I, I think yeah, I think that's pretty cool, important a little bit. I don't know. I think I, it, it's view, very in my view I feel for personal. It's you know? v- yeah, like I think with that quote it's nowadays, bro. It's not even how good it is, bro. It's just the, the way you market it, you know. But then again, I'm looking at music. That's part of it, you know. That's part you know, of with music, it's like eighty percent marketing and twenty percent music. You know, it's, it's shit like that where like you just gotta know people. Industry, not, it's not what you know; it's who you know. You know, it's shit like that. But I guess it varies. Like if it's, if it's so unique and innovative, then yeah, people are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" It's so good in that sense, you know, the real in type shit. Then well, more so, just like if you have a good like product or like a good you know product, then like people won't yeah. ignore it. So, in a sense, it's like, oh, well, this is this is good. They can't it. ignore it's, it, right? Right. So yeah, uh, it definitely but, applies more to other fields than others, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, sure. And, and that's more so following like like a objective. Uh, good ideas more so you know yeah because Miguel was talking about release everything I'm not because I have a lot of shit and this one thing is like this is just a couple lines in the paper you know like you kind of have to in a sense filter them out like this shit I look back on it like I fucking like this is cool you know like I look back on it and like I never released it and like this some music that was like because I can say like Cause I was, I was just like say, it's like when like when you know, Miguel likes little skies, right? Okay, so this fool, in like loves little skies. So you will go out to his all of his like, uh, leaks in a sense. And, you will get like, have you ever gotten mad at little skies when he doesn't drop something good? At this point, dude, it's like if I see a leak, I don't go like I used to. Okay. I'm gonna ask a question and get back to that, okay? So let me ask you a question, bro. Why don't we just drop? Why don't we? No, no. I'm gonna get back to that. I swear. But why don't we just drop everything we've ever made right fucking now, bro? Because of insecurities. Yes. Insecurities. Yeah. Because you're fearing that not that everybody's not gonna look at a lot of it, or it's not. You know what I mean? It's insecurities. Or, or you're just like bullshit, I just don't like man. it. You know. Yeah. This. There. Yeah. The fear I, of not. It not succeed, succeeding, sailing off, getting oh, likes. Oh, that has me so it, it's like if like if it's oh this is kind of whack, you know. It's like you know I'm not it's gonna. Like, everything, five hundred pictures right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. I feel like that doesn't. I mean, that's like uh, in a sense a way I would like to demonstrate what I can do. Because I have a lot of shit, you know. Saying like you have a song. And it's not it's not mixed nor like but it's saved. It's like oh. it's, it's, like, it's, it's like shit that's just not done in my. I'm talking about shit that's finished. That the okay. shit that you finished and you know you need to drop. Oh yeah, definitely. That that's it's. I think my head is now is like, I have it now. I have the stuff. Is now it's getting it out and how I'm gonna get it out. So I'm in that mindset right now. It's like okay, I have sketchbooks filled. I have ideas. Filling my phone gigabytes. Yeah. Video gigabytes. Getting new phones and then realizing, fuck, it's taking up a lot of space on this one too. Really? No, but yeah, dude. Going back to the little sky shit though, fuck. So for those who aren't too updated with it, um, Little Skies blew up in twenty seventeen, it took over eighteen. Um took over. pretty much died out halfway nineteen. <laughs> and since and since twenty twenty to present day, bro, he's just gone down. Some say it's because he had a kid. Others say it's just he's not dropping. I say it's okay. Was a little bit of ball at the, the beginning, but now it could be his label. Shit. Long story short, has dropped only one album since, and now it's to the point where he doesn't do nothing but just snippet, just snippets on fucking like Instagram, Instagram bro. He's a good story. <laughs> he just drops snippets, bro. He's a snippet <laughs> rapper at this point. <laughs> I'm talking about being a snippet rapper too. Ah, you are but no, what's it called? Like you are, little, uh, no, little. Anyways, but um, yeah, and so yeah, I, I yeah, I got mad. I mean, I, I, it's frustrating when one of your favorite artists that you grew up on in like high school and 
you know, there's so much nostalgia to his music at the time that, like, you kind of want to keep that a part of you because it's like, it's some part, I don't know, it's different for everybody. I'm sure everyone can relate to some extent. If you listen to music at some point in your, in your life and you, you built some connection to it, you would know if you still fuck with it, you know, three, four, five years, six years, seven years, eight, ten years later, it doesn't matter. Shit still hits to the day. Might not be the same, but it hits. It, it might even hit more because it's nostalgic. Anyways, I just feel like, bro. So you work, huh? Yeah. That's the book name. So you work. And it's by Austin Kellen. Ain't that a bitch? Wow. Ain't that about a bitch? Mm. <laughs> but I. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's just segue into another fucking thing because this is just gone on too long. So basically recently I've been getting into CBD and it's something really cool because but I don't think it's not very uh it hasn't really been touched on in terms of research, but then again it's a new substance, you know, not just hemp but marijuana. No research you say. <laughs> yeah, buddy, like think about it, bro. Like it's just not getting legal and like recreationally in the past 10 years you don't think that requires and there's very research? little research Imagine. done and uh, it's no, still federally you, illegal stance. keep in mind uh -huh. and i know we touch on this shit a lot but i'm assuming if you're watching this you probably fucking at least know what it is and so so like one thing about cbd let's uh let's start a let's start a company where we uh because nobody's doing anything about this this these research and so let's 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 start a research company when does um, the just get high on this? And uh, then take a take a it's like good, a piss good, test good. or something. Uh, I don't know. We'll do what the other researchers do. Uh, that takes a required amount of knowledge and learning. That right, would probably take a PhDs. Hey, so. hey, relax, relax. That's not to say nobody can do it, but I, I just want somebody out there to do it. If you could find one on Skillshare for that, let me know. Anyway, so let's get back to it. So basically, with CBD, it's basically, if you don't know, your brain produces these cannabinoids naturally, but it also is derived from the hemp plant. And so basically, CBD cannabidol, cannabidol, is that, is that how you pronounce it, cannabidol? Basically, bro, the legal amount that you could have in the state that we live in is 0.3% THC in any of these CBD products. However, for those that don't know, if you work in a certain field and get drug tested, you can't have 0.0% THC. Or <laughs> you can't have anything above that. In other words, if you yeah. come out positive for it, you're basically toast and you're getting fired. Unless you wanted to get fired, then hallelujah. And so, and so like, the big question is, it's like, can yeah. you take out and have strictly, like, 100% uh, or, like, you know, only CBD spectrum. I feel like that question has already been answered, and I feel like it's yes. However, the okay. real question is, how much do we really know about this, and how... Fuck. How much do we know about it in terms of uh, uh, effects, or, like, what? Because the product I got recently from this one spot, and you're with me, too, so you can kind of, you know, credit... credit you know, provide, provide. Okay, well. So the place I just went to recently, um, I asked the lady that I the the stuff I got. I asked her. I was like, so be honest with me, because I don't need to worry about this. But I was more so asking for somebody else that I'm not gonna throw under the bus. Ah, and basically, um, I was like, so be honest with me, lady. Will this shit show up on a drug test? Right? I know it sounds really corny to, like, say. It sounds like I'm buying Coke or something from her. Or, like, fucking bath salts. But I'm like, be honest with me. And she says, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Am I? And so I'm over here buying something that's completely legal. Not trying. You know, I'm thinking, say I'm a fucking doctor, for example. And I'm over here trying to get something that can sedate me. But I really don't want to drink. And fuck it. You know what? I got, I got, I got back problems. You know? Let's just fucking put it out there. I'm a doctor and that has back problems, okay? And, <laughs> and this shit might jeopardize me in my career. Um, hello. What do you mean it might show up? And so she tells me, <laughs> it just depends on the metabolism. And so I do research on it, right? And now I'm just going back to what I actually did. Not, I'm not a doctor, y'all, by the way. At least not yet. 
and I do some research on it, and it's true, you know, because of the amount of THC that can get metabolized, the 0.3%, you know, it's definitely something that, depending on how many cells you have in your body, like the, I think it's called gremlin, because that's where the THC is stored, <laughs> gremlin, ghrelin, 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 fuck, it starts with a G, and uh, that shit stores your THC, and so typically it could last somewhere from like 7 days to like 30 days, depending on how... This is shit we already know. It just varies on your metabolism. And so I think that's kind of scary that and I think it's a, it's it's awareness that should be brought more so. I think that's more so the objective of why I even wanted to talk about this. Not necessarily to question it or how to get that shit out of it. It's just more so just oh, be aware. Because I wasn't aware. And I don't even think you were aware, Chris. Right? About how you can show up positive for shit like that still. Because it's still a little bit, you know? But then again, it varies on the metabolism too. So be aware. So you're saying it being in your system for a while, how would how would someone who doesn't know anything about this get this stuff out of your system? In a sense, I'm asking tip. Because to get it out. What, what what comes to my mind, not get it out as in low percentage, as in it's in your system. How do you get it out of your system? So when you take the test, it's out of your system. So you're That's asking like the, the best way to get it out the There's fastest. YouTube videos on it. And so there's definitely a few I've seen. For example, I've read the stupid ones like drink pickle juice. Or there's like certain IVs you can do as well. I think that's more so for like when you're hungover. But I know the best one is like eat nothing but greens and work out and drink loads of water. Work out. To speed up your metabolism. Work out. Yeah. I think that's the best way to go about it too. That's the, yeah. I feel like. That's to get, and that's to get, that's to, and that's to get the, uh, cause, cause if you, if you do it often, it's probably going to be a lot like longer than like the typical two weeks they say it's pretty like, you know what I mean? It also varies what kind of test too. Cause it could last up to 90 days in your hair. Yeah. It could last up up to 30 in your urine. I think it's also your like nose or some shit, like your saliva. (laughs) I think with the saliva test, like as long as you didn't smoke the day of, you should be good. That's what I've heard though. Straight up, bro, because I was at this job. Yeah. <laughs> and those fools did shit, man, like, uh-huh. all the damn time. And the test was, like, you put something in your mouth. Uh-huh. And, like, that shit passed. Like, you know, like, I wasn't under anything. I was just thinking about them. There was this guy who just had, like, a weed shirt. Like, they were smoking in the halls, man. Like, come on, man. Damn, like, that- he used to be a stoner, but that job made him change. Maybe, maybe. Never know. I mean, he did have a shirt, so I was like, okay, maybe he bought this. <laughs> he wasn't too discreet about it, that's for sure. Maybe, uh, <laughs> nah, he's a, he's an avid. He was loud. Uh. <laughs> he had a Starbucks. He had a Starbucks one. She was lame. I want to have the guys do it. Anyway. Um, that was lame. <laughs> you want a Starbucks shirt? <laughs> <laughs> you envious one. Oh, I'm just fucking with you. Talk shit like you, Lamo. Alright, enough about that. What was his name? <laughs> Look at that. Shout him out. <laughs> you probably knew him. Huh? I'm trying to think about that. No, fuck that, dude. Alright. Um. So, speaking about ganja, though. Uh, Recently, I went to this one uh, shindig, you can call it. And I thought it was kind of cool how, I don't know how long it's been like this, but at this shindig I went to, they were just passing the blunt to like everybody in the circle. When I say everybody, it's like your parents, your grandparents, your uncles, your tias, your cousins, your teenage cousins, but not the little guys, not yet at least, you know what I mean? It's like everyone's hitting that shit. (laughs) And that's just trippy because like, I'm not from that kind of environment. And I've never actually been to an environment like that, to where everyone's chiefing. Not that there's anything wrong with it, just so different. And I just find it kind of cool how times have changed a lot, because I've never really heard of that and or seen. Like, nobody there did not smoke bud at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was everybody. <laughs> Besides the youngins and the pets, of course. Or shit, who fucking knows? Maybe they feed them fucking CBD Relax. fucking... Anyways, but no, I bring it back up to the CBD tub. You know, it's used for like you know, kids can use it if they have like you know, oh, medical yeah, I mean, issues. You know, but, uh, yeah, dude, there was a documentary on it. I saw, I saw something on it where it was like the the girl had um this little girl she had um 
I forgot what it was, but she was low-key dying. Low-key? Low-key? Yeah, because... Well, obviously not if it was being documented, of course, but... At the point, right? But she looked like a normal-ass, like, child. Like, she looked... Every like no, but she had some form so of so many like uses. Though. Yeah, it was just what I was trying to say. But like, nah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You heard the stories. It's like, wow. and she like remissioned from it. I don't know what it was, but it was like a terminal illness. It's just like, like yeah, yeah, she like yeah. she beat the odds that were put against her. And I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Some people benefit yeah. so much more than others, but yeah. Oh yeah, and I think this so. was actually the right. Reg- I think this was just regular weed talking, not even not even CBD. Oh. So it was kind of controversial. That's... Kids should even touch that stuff, but I mean. That's a little different. Was it was a little controversial. I think it was like a Vice documentary. But, yeah. Anyways, but no, going back to what I was talking yeah, about, yeah, though, the reason I even bring up this whole thing to begin with, right, it's not even the fact that they all chiefed. It was more so that... So there was a circle going on, right? And I guess we got a little spiritual, a little bit more real about life and shit. And Let's get it. Spiritual I guess a the bit owners of the house that, like, live there, they started talking about, like, their upbringings and shit. They had a really mm. nice house. Um... You know, a lot of accomplishments, both of them did. And we we're just all talking about that shit, I guess, because, like, it just came up. Yes, and yes. the guy started talking about how, like, there comes the a point in time <laughs> when you're all alone. Or he was even saying how, like, see, look, I'm, like, an engineer. I smoked a bunch of weed. I still do. I've been smoking it for, like, 40, like, 30, 20 years now. Okay, I know it's, like, a big difference. Like, 20 years now. And, uh, see, like, I, you can still smoke weed and succeed and shit, you know? It's because I think his daughter had like friends over and they were getting high and they were like what the fuck is going uh, on you know trying, trying to get him yeah. on trying to put him on to like I, I guess on wisdom you know uh, do it right I like the mindset if you're gonna do it wrong do it right at least you know and no he just started talking about this about like I guess we got a little deep like <laughs> the session's getting real interesting and yeah. long story short he brought up a quote he was like if you didn't cry and laugh in the same day you haven't won the day or I think it's actually the other way around if you if you laughed and cried in the same day, you won the day. Something like that. But I don't know who said that shit, and he didn't know either. And since he didn't know, I don't know either. But I really enjoyed the quote because that shit was interesting. And I know you had something to touch on right here about seeking balance in some sense. Well, yeah, you know, because I think, you know, uh, there's obviously a very popular yin and yang. And, you know, there's just so many parallels and different ideas of, you know, the duality of life and, you know, the, you know, the, uh, you know, two sides almost than the balance of life because it's almost like, you know, good karma, bad karma balances out, they say. Like, um, and there's so many ideas behind that. And, and so and so obviously it's going to be prominent in life. And um, and so that's why that saying kind of makes sense. Like you cry and, and you also, what was it, laugh? Yeah, laugh in a day, um, you know, because yeah, laughing laugh. is like, you know, the highest extent of like uh, of good feeling emotion, I feel almost. Um other than just like being happy or like just feeling uh, you know overwhelmed with like some other emotion but uh haha <laughs> i remember now why he said cry he was like real men cry and i was like nah man crying in general is just a healthy fucking thing to do but like not arguing just being honest you know because i'm not gonna be like yeah only men fucking cry you know what i mean like i just kind of reiterated it and like you know to a thing where like, we all can agree like, yeah, like, you like is a fucking right, he gets mad like what you fucking like that, that, nah, dude? That shit was fucking crazy. That quote, that quote hit. If we could find that, if we could find the guy who said it, we we'll put you on screen, bro. We ain't, we ain't gonna discredit you like that. But, huh? What? How did you go? Did you go more into that that quote from him? Um, is he trying to dig out more information and why that? He must have just been stunned. He was like, wow. I think he was, like, grilling burgers, and I think he was kind of in a rush. So, like, he just kind of hopped in, hit the blunt a few, you know, rounds, and then just kind of went back. It was was only, like, five of us, and we were just hotboxing the garage and shit. Oh, so he invaded the session, like, just kind of coerced this amazing conversation. Yeah, yeah, type Uh, shit, where it's, like, you can imagine, we're we're all sitting, like, in front of him type shit, and he's just kind of, like... He's putting y'all in check. He's like, this is what y'all need to be talking about, essentially. <laughs> oh, well, it was because his daughter had her boyfriend over, and so she was, like, he was more so talking to them, and we were just kind of listening, but I kind of, like, found interesting what he was saying, and so I kind of, like, added onto it, and then, like, it became, like, you know, like, a him and I conversation, and they were listening, you know, and, like, they, That's we all cool. had, you know, because it was, like, very philosophical and shit, and I'm, like, I'm naturally like that at times, especially when I'm, you know... In the session and whatnot, like fuck, dude, that shit gets interesting real quick. But yeah, bro. Yeah, 
shout out that dude, um, the fucking poet guy. And yeah, shout out the dude that actually said it, or else I actually wouldn't know today. Mm, but I don't know his name. Why do you Why do you feel that there's been such? Because like there's the the stereotype or the stigma of men don't cry. And um, I into it, but and the first thing is like uh, masculinity is showing emotions, and I'm just thinking about it, how much how much I'm not a fan of it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's I don't see it so much as a stereotype, more so a social uh, uh, society norm. norm that that people some people take yeah. up, you know, and. Um, and some some of it is like uh, they they feel they need to be that way, and because society shaped them that way, essentially, and um, you know I, I feel like it just kind of goes back to the idea of like not uh, like like oh Alan Watts said that uh, whenever uh, you take uh, like society the society uh, standards I guess and like you know stuff like that, and you take out religion, then the world becomes very weird because at that point you're just kind of a uh, it's, it's, it just becomes very weird, your thought process, whenever you, you take those things out of, of the world. I'm going to be honest with you right now. I'm not going to cry in front of you. Not because I think it's weird that I'm not, that I'm a guy. That Like, I'm not going to cry in front of you because it's like, it's just like, bro, there's a time and place for that. And I don't think it's right to, like, cry in front of anybody, despite you being a male or female, a man or a woman. You know what I mean? I don't agree with that. I mean, I can. You, you would cry uh, in front of somebody? I guess it's very. It depends. Like, it's, it's, it's it depends. Situational. Yeah, that, it's very situational. Like, like I, uh, you got I, me with that one. I'll give it to you, buddy. I I I've gone into the getting into the headspace of that you can deal with almost anything alone. Yeah. But it just sometimes that shit just comes out. Well, you know the saying, it takes two for you to get here, so it takes two people, you know, it's like. I guess because it, it, can, it can just change it off until like getting to know the uh, adult, like the male figures in your life. And I was like, I don't have much depth in that because the emotional side wasn't able to, I wasn't able to pierce through. Because of like maybe just like social norms that they're being held back on being more comfortable with expressing those emotions with you and yeah that was just on my mind. So I was just thinking about that guy. I was like, I want to know what he's been through and how many how many sessions he's been through and talked of and stole the show. Right, that's crazy. But regardless, I'm glad to have been at least a part of one of them. Cause fuck it, I like hearing everybody's side of things, man. Cause you just don't know what anybody knows, bro. You never want to fucking assume that they don't know shit because you don't know nothing about them. You know, it's always something you always want to be um willing to hear somebody out. Cause fuck, you never know what you might miss out. Someone might be hinting that they want to, you know, do something irrational, and then before you know it, too late. You could have probably done something about it. But then again, it is very situational. Going back to what Heber said. So yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dal 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 Carnegie Car Dal Carnegie. Dale Carnegie, yeah. Dale Carnegie talks about he should always. I don't know if he said it, but I'm pretty sure he said it in his book. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he should always talk to some that to that. You should always talk to someone. You should always keep in mind that that person knows something that you don't. Yeah, for sure. And it, it always goes in. Oh, yeah. and he goes definitely. In, Heavily, I think either either um, Napoleon Hill said that, or and uh, Think and Grow Rich, or either he it was said in How to Win Friends and Influence People. But you you you're, you're right on how yeah my mind just goes to I don't know shit like I really don't know much about life I'm pretty young and I should always be willing to hear about other points of view. I just wanted to add my two cents on that. Everybody has an opinion, too, you know? It's like, you know what to say about opinions? They're like assholes. Everybody has one. So it's like you always want to hear somebody out because everyone always has something to say, even if they don't 
want to at that time. They always will think something through. But low, but low key back then they didn't have opinions, bro. I know it was very they traditional. Like, they had like six opinions, you know. What are you talking about? You talking about you? Like mainly on food. Oh. I was talking about back then, bro, because they didn't talk about. Because there, there was. Uh, oh my god! We, I was just talking about the mail. Like they're not, they're not, there's not much. Uh, progression, like being open to that, those types of topics and points of view, how you feel about this and shit, like here's my opinion. Because we're giving opinions like, we shit in the mouth, bro. We just oh. do man. Um, I think back then, I'm sure everyone had opinions about shit, but no one actually fucking would publicize them, or they wouldn't go famous for that shit. There wasn't TikTok, there wasn't all these outlets and there wasn't shit like that i mean there, there was newspaper and shit if we're going back in those times i don't know how far are you trying to go back but it could be early 2010 for all you're saying but i don't know how back you're trying to go like before we was alive <laughs> like like the 1800s when you had to put a message in the bottle like or no, nah, I would just I no, nah, I just stole the joke from uh Norm McDonald so, and it wasn't that good. I didn't deliver it right. So What was the joke? No I'm fucking with shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> what was the joke? Uh it was like no one uh, saying shit back then in comparison to now. What was the joke? I just fucking said it. That's not what it was. Joke was, <laughs> it yeah. totally wasn't. <laughs> People had like six opinions back then. Like, it's oh yeah, like it was mainly about food. Now it's like you, now everyone is serving them out. He had a belly delivery on this, and that's why I wanted to move on. Yeah. So I recently went back to school, y'all, and uh, I'm learning. But there's one thing I'm learning is in English. Um, English. She started talking about how back in the in the old days, like in high school and elementary, I guess she was bashing more to the state academic test that's mandatory every year in like the spring that allows you to go on to the next grade. I don't even know if it even holds you back at this point or if it's just to scare you to pass or whatnot. I don't know. But it's a state test and she was just kind of bashing how like the way they teach you to write in those younger years is so ass compared to how you're supposed to be writing in college level or they call it academic. In terms, huh? in terms of a uh, format, you know, no. format like the way, yeah. like using hypothetical questions. Oh no, no, not hypothetical, rhetorical, rhetorical situations and rhetorical questions, and not being so objective about shit. And, like, it kind of made me realize, like, wow, bro. And oh, I mean, you're gonna, you yeah, know, you're gonna go through boot camp. With every that. every professor could teach you differently, but like on an academic level. You know, there's different levels of writing. There's, like, yeah. formal, informal, colloquial. There's, like, all types of shit. And yeah. so, colloquial is, like, the goofy kind, you know, like, normal text message conversation type beat. Like, like yeet with his tonka and the O two dots type shit. But, like, you know what I mean? That's okay, kind of, like, that's the trendy way, though. Look at that. But it kind of made me realize, like, bro, I'd be fucking using rhetorical situation, like, rhetorical fucking questions for the fucking hook. And, like, that's not how it's supposed to be done, bro. Like, you know, you're supposed to be like, and don't use you, you know? It just made me realize, like, how good are y'all writing? I, I mean, I write a lot, so... I, I, yeah, I mean, and I've read it. It's yeah. good. No, It's no, not no. good. No, you haven't read a lot of... No, you haven't read a lot of... that. that, that that's formatted in, in, like, a, a nice way. Yeah, um, oh, actually, it's it's probably kind of good actually, cause like he be doing videos and shit. Um, you can, I mean, even like we have like an old document six five, like I'd say the stuff on there is pretty decently formatted, even though it was like a few years ago. It's like decently formatted back then. It's it uh, on screen, like look how good my shit is. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, that. I just I I and I really <laughs> obviously the uh, <laughs> school uh the formatting of essays really uh uh you know, helped with, with that stuff too. And like, just kind of taking what I can from that, seeing what, cause a lot of that is helpful. Um, but also, uh, I guess, you know, cause you know, words are the best way you can put uh, an idea in like a, in a concise manner, if you will. And, and so, yeah. I'm writing shit. You think? School, I, in school it was. Oh. I didn't care. 
And um, you know when those uh, one two four like you got rated? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my my best score was a three. My average was a two. <laughs> and sometimes I got a one. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. my average was pretty bad. What? Well, yeah, I mean, um, in relation to like how how your writing is today, how do you feel? I feel that I'm more capable, more able to get my thoughts out, but if grammarly correct because I have I don't my punctuation is lacking and um, it just no like writing like I can give my, I can express myself but not in a formal way correct like most of the time it's more of a sporadic this well, is how I feel yeah I, I think uh, well the, the thing that you've said is that like uh, that you're not really that, planning it well no the, the only the, that the main thing that's important to you is that, that you understand the writing you know yeah most part that's basically why i'm not but that's the thing though you don't it's not just for you though it's for your audience i know i know that's the that's the thing like you want to keep that in mind yeah i don't so like you know i do keep in mind but it's not something because it's uh at first it's now it's understanding how to actually just express myself and just get these thoughts out so just to get that out first so it's then later I can think about yeah I should think about in the process but I've never allowed myself to express myself like that in the first place so it's like very exciting for me just to really get it out in the first place so now it's I can so you're right about I should I should proofread my shit because I don't at times don't we all hey you know what to say you could never be too clear in writing yeah because it's like you always want to give as much context as possible like in that picture i showed y'all recently where it was like it only focused on a little bit and it was it looked like the one person was trying to stab the other guy but if you look at it from the bigger picture it's actually the other way around it's the other guy trying to stab the other guy and the other guy's running away that picture's hard yeah dude like we should put that hell up (laughs) but yeah and so yeah dude (laughs) like i just think it's really important to always be clear in what you're trying to like you know whether you're trying to persuade or fucking expositate something and just describe what the fuck yeah and i think uh like from from like uh, i guess from uh what kind of made me want to express or or have others understand my my, what i like kind of uh, ideas that i write down is is because like as as a young person kind of figuring out in the world that uh that maybe like you know uh, conflicts or early conflicts with religion right in like middle school that that uh that kind of led to me like having to you know explain to like my parents and like you know the people around me like so what do you think like what are your thoughts on this you know like and i had to be able to express that in in a in a way that that was like suitable i felt you know or like to 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 have them best understand you know so that so that's what initially drove me in, in in my youth to to start doing that you know in the i can to build on top of what miguel has been talking about on how how important it is on the writing stuff i wanted to also talk about how important it is to in a sense in the creator aspect to make a in a sense a summary of what you do and how to put yourself out to people correctly. Like, like in my sense, like, okay, I'm, I, I thought about this in the shower and sleeping because I didn't have me thinking like, okay, I'm Jordi Unuclilo. This is the human experience from my point of view. And th- this is me learning. And this is what I'm going to bring you along. And it's just, that's basically what I want to do. And I feel like it's very important. And I heard about it in the, Fuck, I always forget the name and I forgot it again. The Samir and Colin. Colin, Colin, Samir. Colin. Colin, Samir. Colin, Samir. There you go. And their most recent episode, and I forgot her name. Damn, I don't remember names, and I should. I need to really think about that anyway. <laughs> you got to write them down. <laughs> yeah, I need to write them down, look at them, look at the face, think about it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it talked about really selling yourself because the people who you. Because this, this you expressing yourself, if it makes sense, 
then the person who understands that can explain your point of view, your message to another person easily. Yeah. So you can, it's a word of mouth and it shares throughout, like, and it makes a little web, and it's more easy to understand in a marketing sense. People just yeah. understand where you're coming from. So I find that very important and something I want to build yeah. on. How do you pitch the show challenge accepted? Like if we, if we're hopping on the, <laughs> the log line, yeah, if, well, if we're hopping on the phone right now, like how do you explain what the show is? So challenge accepted is a. I knew you would have that dialed. Like yeah. I, I knew, before. I knew that was going to be locked. I could feel it. Cool. I, I also just love that you can describe your show and your format to us. I think that is a practice that all creators should work on. Because you, if you can't explain it, then how can the audience understand it? Right. Like, and word of mouth is still the best growth strategy. You think of, you know, when you get to a certain level, you have agents, you have managers pitching for you. It needs to be yes. good enough so that their Diet Coke version of, you know, your Coke version of it actually makes sense to whoever's mm -hmm. going to work with you. And so, and so in her case, it was like for her, for her show, she, she had to describe her show really quickly and, and like a quick, you know, 15, 30 second pitch, right? And, uh, and you know, obviously for some tells, I, I've, I've thought about it a little bit and it's it's more so like, uh, or I guess I've described it as um, what we're learning about each week, essentially, for, for regular episodes and then obviously uh, stories for tells episodes. And that's what mm -hmm. the podcast consists of. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah and, and you know the vlogs and stuff but uh <laughs> but I, I guess i haven't incorporated that stuff into the fucking message but yet the main point, you know? yeah yeah this, yeah it's a podcast it's a podcast but uh but yeah. but, uh, but all but but back to like the, the the description of you you know as a as like a, as a being i guess and like and like what you're doing i guess as uh presenting yourself to other people um you know, it, I've definitely heard before that it's good to have a good, you know, description of, of what you do in like your bio so that people just, you know, quickly can understand what, you, you know, the type of person you are, what you do, essentially. Um, and so, so, you know, it's, it's good to have that in a, in a concise manner just to, you know, have others understand like what you're about, I guess. It's just really grounding on your your image on yourself. And mm. that's why I yeah. find it. Yeah. Because, like, if you can't explain who you are, then how the hell are they going to listen? Yeah, I used to think about it a lot more, like, years ago, but it's, <laughs> I haven't cared about it in recent years, I guess. But, but um, I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 no, I have been thinking about it more recently, actually. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's up. I just think it's very important to also remember. It's very important to know what your audience also what they like no i think you know yeah. i think that I just comes think, after like I, i'm also a victim so of this too but it's like i'm not a victim but i'm also you know like i'm guilty of this as well where i i get to like fuck it you know what like i'm gonna make what i bet whatever i want i'm gonna fuck what y'all think like it or not you know what i mean sometimes that's cool try something new but like if you're trying to generate like you know Trying to get bit, you, you finna get busy. You know what I mean? You gotta like it's keep like, it. I guess it's you gotta like, keep you know, it like people are looking you know? for. Like imagine if, for example, say a rapper Pusha T started fucking yeah, doing so, rock. Yeah, so so something that uh, recently like uh, one of the members of of, of the One Direction was on the Impulsive podcast recently, and uh, he uh, he said he talked about how he uh, he slowly you know started changing the sound through new releases right or try he tried to make it more harry rock. styles no that's not his name man no 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 i know harry styles liam? i know he had a new album but liam liam it's liam it's liam guys it's liam stop worrying about it but but, but it's uh, not anymore <laughs> Okay, and what, fam? Like, sorry, I'm sorry, bro. I fucking, oh my god. You had a bro. brain for it, y'all. Just give me a second. He's talking about the Logan Paul. He's talking about it. Um, Logan. He's lactose intolerant. And how he was slowly releasing news, new sounds within a single 
progressively. You, like so, so you because you mentioned that that you can't just change your sound immediately. You know what I'm saying, and and so and so so he mentioned that you know as as the band or as the you know they were uploading new music. He would slowly, uh, uh, like you know, make the music more, uh, more rock based. You know, or like what he liked, I guess he said. And, and so. And his fans gravitated towards it. Well, yeah, because if if you just tune it up a little bit, then it's like it's hardly gonna be noticeable. You get you're you're basically you know you're uh, you're getting them to like this, right? And then so that's kind of what you have to do, unless you, uh, I don't know, man. Because you'll die out. Well, no, it's just that people expect, uh, like they want to come back to something that sounds similar, I guess. Because because they like the old oh, stuff, you know. Okay. What I mean? But obviously, there is these situations where being super experimental works out amazingly for artists, you know. And that's just you know that's just you know that's just yeah, that's yeah just exactly. That's the fucking. You know I, mean? I want to say that's the um, yeah. It's like it like just a, happens, bro. Yeah. Because I don't like I don't agree with it, you know. Because I want to yeah. try shit it, it can go both ways yeah like yeah experience yeah super experiment yeah 100%. in my in my mind it goes like oh anything that comes in it's just me expressing with yeah. myself. i think you have to like come into the game yeah letting your fans know like hey i try a little bit of everything but as soon as you come into the game specifically as something and stay like that for a while and then eventually try something new after like three or four years like your fans are not going to rock with it as heavy because or you're going to find new audiences and it's going to take a while for you to like, you know, but like, say, for example, like X, he always came in and like he said he ha- he didn't even need to say it, bro. He had different kinds of music. He had like sad shit, like turn up. He shit. has the most streamed album on Spotify. Does he really like yeah. come on, bro? Like he came into the game with the different types of shit and it worked out for him. You know, I'm, there's many artists like that, too, but that's what I'm trying to get. I feel like to kind of avoid that you know potential fear of you know not i don't know i guess it does vary but what i'm trying to say ultimately is um and look i just also had a brain fart like heber <laughs> come into the game with different sounds you know just let them know let them know you won't switch up many times like catering to your artist to your audience i mean that's what it's all about no i don't i mean fuck oh my god hey, like, oh just, okay okay Lifted on it, dude. I totally get what you're saying. I think it goes back to the, uh, it's like this graph essentially of like. Uh, I'm thinking about like. How oh yeah, show them the graph, Heber. Show <laughs> them the graph. We're making it to... today, bro. I'm sorry, but I don't. I, I deleted the picture, bro. But we'll, but, we'll find but, it. But it's on Colin Samir's. I said it right. Yeah. The like, how much should you give yourself? Like, how much should you? Basically, it's like it's like. You have to give thirty three percent of 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 your uh, your creativity to to just like what you want to make, uh, and then and then part of the creation has to be what the what the uh, what the platform wants. You know the platform that you're uploading this. Typically, like if you're making a YouTube video, YouTube is the platform. You have to kind of cater to it a little bit, at different stages. But and then there's the what the audience wants. That you know it's, it's basically uh, one third of, of each of those things. Thirty three percent of each of those things. Um, but I feel like that might focus on okay. it's situational, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, and so obviously, when you have no audience, that's zero. That's zero. Yeah. it's fifty fifty. It's fifty percent essentially, yeah, or maybe. Yeah. But the thing maybe is, maybe even more. May, yeah, maybe even less platform percentage too, because uh, it's more you. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't have to focus so much on like the demonetization shit if you're not even monetizing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh yeah, page, page, Patreon's a that's you know that's just a, that at that point if you have audience, there's a percentage of audience at that point. Might just be one. But hey, you got an audience. <laughs> what if we just got one dude giving you five bucks a month? You're like, bro, this is what I make. You know, like fuck yeah. That's the fucking. That's okay. The goal, bro. Like, that's like for twenty much. years straight. That's how much. That's a lot. <laughs> Like, I'm sure we could do the math, but no. That's actually not hard. Multiply 5 times 365, and then... No, multiply 5... Multiply 60? Huh? Alright, multiply 60. No, okay, look. Multiply 365 by 20, and then multiply that by 60. 365 by 20? So, multiply that. By 12. What? 365 by 20? 
Yes, because that's how many days are in a year, and you're going to multiply it by 20 for 20 years. $1,300? And then you're going to multiply... <laughs> that's just how many days, bro. Then you're going to multiply 5 times 12, which is 60. So you multiply that number by 60, because $5 every month. God. <laughs> Am I number correct, dude? Almost half a million? It's a lot. $5 a month for 20 years, bro. Like, imagine if you could say that. Like, bro, like, compound interest, baby. Like, straight up, man. Shit. Look at Hebrew. He's like, I know all about that. I don't think that's all right. I thought about it today, but not, not, not that, not that. Just interest. But, uh, <laughs> oh, about Patreon? No, 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 no. Just, like, uh, investing stuff. Not that, not that at all, pretty much. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's you you definitely have to you know think about your audience. But I guess yeah too, it's the platform and you you gotta have a part in it too. At the end of the day, it wouldn't be there without you. Yeah, Just man. like we wouldn't the, this podcast wouldn't be here without us. Yeah, yeah and but um, the, the I think the the best way to support this podcast is to you know hit and subscribe, the follow on Spotify, the the five star rating, the like button on YouTube. The recom the best. The, what is it? The yeah, the best way to they know support. what the fuck to do, bro. The best way to support the pack, yeah. We don't have Patreon, <laughs> they the know what way. to do. They've heard it from 10 other YouTube videos they saw before this, all right. Oh, maybe they did, <laughs> they probably hear it in their dreams and do something with it, like we do with our music. Yeah, Listen, y'all, it's been some tells for y'all, yeah. It's been some tells, and uh, it's boy, Z. yeah, you ready?